This podcast is proudly brought to you by Paul's Strength Book, an app for everyone. For less than $2 a day, you can have full access to weight training programs, nutrition, recipes, macro calculators, video library, and you can also track all of your metrics, including weight, measurements, strength, and performance. Search for Paul's Strength Book in all good app stores now. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today I have a very special guest. Lisa Blackburn is now the current Australian promoter of OCB, which is another natural bodybuilding federation. And the point of difference here, which we will talk about in the podcast itself, is their testing policy. But more so, it is going to be another opportunity for Australian athletes to compete with a launching pad to get into the States and compete overseas. So I'm very excited to chat to Lisa about what OCB brings, who they are, and the opportunities that athletes have. So without further ado, let's get on with the podcast. All right, Lisa Blackburn, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for oh, asking me on here. So. No problem. No, look, we're just talking off air. Um, it's. I, I thought I'd get in early because I'm sure, <laughs> as I mentioned, you're probably going to get inundated with requests to do some form of media or marketing or something, given uh, given the fact that you're bringing OCB to Australia. So it's pretty exciting, right? Oh, very exciting. Yes. Um, I guess I was just saying to you, like, you know, it wasn't something I was expecting to be doing, but just the opportunities come up and, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to be providing more opportunities for Australian athletes, not just to compete in Australia, but hopefully to, you know, go overseas and um, compete with others as well. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, Like I just said to you, we we certainly have a lot of choice over here, but when you open up a big wide world, there's even more opportunity. So for for a pathway to be uh, opened... To, uh, to get to the states or maybe even some other countries that's uh, that's pretty cool but do you want to um do you want to take us back because I, I I've been following your career for a while not that that's a weird thing but um <laughs> I, I, you know obviously I've, I've seen yeah. you at shows I've watched you compete yeah. um, I think I've even competed at similar shows to you in numerous over numerous years but take us back to your this the commencement of your bodybuilding career and sort of how it's evolved over the years and then obviously talk about your recent OCB experience. Sure. So, um, so I've been bodybuilding for five years. So, um, to end of 2018. Um, and I was one of those people that coaches probably tell you not what to do. So, um, <laughs> I was in a very difficult time of my life. Um, at the time I was actually, uh, doing Muay Thai. I, I used to be a fighter. Okay. Um, but yeah, very difficult time of my life. And I saw these advertisements for bodybuilding. And so I had no idea about it, never been to a show other than, you know, like the Arnold Schwarzeneggers and other greats, like, you know, that kind of stuff, but never been to a show myself, didn't know what was involved. But I love challenges. And I just knew from reading, like, around the diet and the exercise at that time in my life, I just needed some structure in that way Um, because with 
the martial arts. I was probably training four to six hours a day, not eating very well, not sleeping, super stressed, right? So, so yeah, so 13 weeks out from a competition, I jumped on board with a coach (laughs) and um, worked towards bikini. So, yes, one of those people that, you know, didn't know anything, just jumped on in, started weight training the same time I started comp prep, you know, (laughs) all the things that you're told not to do, right? Um, But mindset-wise, I love challenges and it was just something I needed. So, And I loved it. I loved the routine. I loved the discipline. Um, And when I got stage, I just was like, you know what, I feel at home. Like It was just such a fantastic experience. And I had started out going to do one and I ended up doing, I think, six or seven comps. That first oh, well. season. Yeah. So, so I started I started in bikini and then finished in like fitness model sports mod because I was so lean. Yep. Um yeah, so and then that just kind of kept rolling. I just loved it so much. So then I did uh four seasons back to back. Whoa. Um yeah, and like the second season, because I was so lean and got really good conditioning, that's when I so I um won fitness rookie of the year with ICN and then I jumped up and decided to give bigger and physique a go and I got my physique pro card um, with IMBA then and then decided to do Natural Olympia that year um, in Vegas and got second at the pro in my first pro international show there. So it was very much a whirlwind. Um, Yeah, I've done 27 shows now (laughs) over the five years. Um, in all the, and I've done every single category except for wellness because obviously yep. wellness is a very asymmetrical yes. shape and my upper body probably outdoes my lower body. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've had experience across all the divisions. I've pretty much done the majority of natural feds here in Australia. Um, and then, yeah, just recently I did, uh, I only did one competition in Australia, the rest were overseas. So I mm-hmm. did New Zealand and then I did two trips to the United States. Um, which included OCB. So, um, yeah, and the reason for doing that, I guess, I just got to a stage that, I don't know, the last couple of years I kind of felt a little bit lost. Um, You know, I was doing women's physique, but then I'm also a very small person, as in size-wise, compared to the other girls I'm on stage with and, I was just kind of not having confidence in myself if that was the right division or whatever for me. So I, I decided to go back and compete as an amateur in some different federations this year and just, you know, get a feel and what felt right for me again. And also I'm looking at spending some extra time in the States because um, my partner lives over there. So, yeah, so I decided to give OCB a crack because I'd been following them for a while and mm-hmm. I just, um, love the fact that they've got shows like every weekend of the year there's a show somewhere, yeah. right, um, amateur or pro. Like there's a whole lot of pro shows throughout the year. They have a huge pro world championships, which is Yorton Cup. Um, and I was just like, oh, oh well, like, like it just looked amazing, right? So I thought I'm going to go on and have a go. Um, and with that, you know, I took a bit of a chance because they've got minimum requirements for pro qualifications and things like that. Like you've got to have a certain number of people. So yep. you just kind of don't know until I was going to show up. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I managed to pro qualify in women's physique and then um, that qualified me the week after for the Yorton Cup, which is their pro world championship. So I decided just to go and do it. <laughs> and, yeah, it was Amazing. So it was the biggest. So there was 24 women's physique. Wow. Girls. 
pro pro physique girls. So oh, let's do that in Australia. No, so we got <laughs> split into four classes. So okay. four classes um, going on height, and yep. then the top three of each class, and go through to an overall. So yeah, so I placed fourth in my class, which you know was pretty Lonely. happy with that. So yeah. um, and just the whole experience um, was great. Like just from me you know, their first contact I had with them, like on, I contacted them through Instagram because I didn't know anyone who had, had done OCB or, you yeah. know, knew much about it. Um, so I thought they were thinking, oh, who's this crazy Australian person sending all <laughs> these messages? But, you know, it was just they were quick to get back to me. Nothing was like a silly question, um, you know, like just, yeah, nothing seemed you know, out of place. And then when I turned up there, like my first, the amateur show I did in Norfolk, so that was the Apex show and it was a pro-am. So the pros were competing before our show. Um, When the pros came off stage, like they found out I was from Australia and they were just like, and, you know, I was doing pro, I was doing physique and just all the girls were like, oh, you know, you're going to be up there with us soon and like just, Everyone was just so supportive. Mm. Like I, I travelled with no one because, you know, Brandon's my coach, so he was online. Yep. I was over there by myself. I was on the east side of America, which I had never been to before. So everything was completely new, but I kind of felt at home. And when I was on the stage, and not just me, but the other competitors, like the whole crowd was just cheering, like for everybody. That's and I've just not experienced that, I guess, in that kind of way. Um, and it was just pretty amazing. So, um, and then even going on to the Yorton Cup, like same thing, like, you know, just the community and the sense, you can just tell how everyone loves natural bodybuilding, how supportive they are of each other. Um, yeah, so it was just a fantastic experience. Unreal. That's very cool. Um, talk, talk to me briefly about the Yorton Cup. So I have heard of it um, and have seen, um, you know, multiple photos and videos and stuff, but it effectively, it's just less lesser known over here in Australia, right? But it's effectively the equivalent of, say, WNBF Worlds or Natural Olympia on the same scale, yeah? Yeah, but so, well, the difference is it's only pro athletes. Okay. So it is, you have to be a pro and you have to qualify. Right. Um, so the way you can qualify is if you achieve your pro status in the year, the same year of the Yorton Cup, mm-hmm. um, then you automatically qualify. If you are already a pro, like, you know, you got your pro card last year, yep. then for future Yorton Cups, you have to do a pro qualifying show and you have to place. Right. Um, you have to place a certain, and I'm still, like, learning all that, but depending on the show and the division, like whether it's top three or top five and how many classes there are, okay. um, you have to place to then be eligible for the Yorton Cup. Yep. Um, so last you know, well, this year, uh, 2023, they had 208 professional athletes. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, It was held on one day this year. Next year they're going to two days because it's getting so big. So men men will be on the Saturday and the women's categories will be on the Sunday. Um, Yeah, so it's it's only a professional show. Right. Wow. That's cool. That's very cool. (laughs) So obviously... um, with the opportunity that uh, you're pr- providing for Australians, that is a pathway potentially. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So so obviously next year will be our first show and anyone 
um, if they do receive pro qualification, they will be eligible to go straight to the Yorton Cup in um, 2024. So um, when you say when you say pro qualification, what does that mean? Do, do they are, are they a pro, or do they just qualify for this pro event? Is that is there a difference? Well, I mean, obviously, it's like anything. If you get a pro qualification, then you have to compete as pro, right? Okay. So you can accept it or not. So yep. once you compete as a pro, then you're a pro. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we do have, so OCD do have minimum requirements mm-hmm. for pro qualification in that, and, and it depends on the division. So, for example, women's physique, you need a minimum of three athletes in your class for a pro qualification to be offered. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you're the only one, they're not, they're not going to offer you a, yes, a pro yes. qualification. Of course. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. That. So, yeah. talk to me about OCD, because um, obviously pl- plenty of people, probably didn't even know who they were until you started posting about them, right, or competed with them. So yeah. you know, who are they and what's their point of difference? What, why would a natural athlete want to compete with them over somebody else or just go to the show and compete? Yeah. So, uh, so first of all, OCB stands for Organisation of Co- Competition Bodies, if okay. you're wondering what the acronym stands for. Yep. Um, I think at this moment they are the largest natural bodybuilding organization in the USA with regards to the number of shows and the amount of athletes that right. competing with them. Um, point of difference, I guess, if we look within Australia, um, they will now be the second only fully tested a natural federation because obviously we have WMBF, mm-hmm. so which means um, all athletes we polygraphed before they can go on stage, yep. they have to pass polygraph. Um, all winners will be urine tested, and we also randomly test outside of competition. Okay, as well. Fantastic. Um, and usually, too, with the polygraph, like when I was in the states, so I had to do the polygraph for my amateur show. I had to do a second polygraph going to the pro show. Hey, right. Um, okay. So if you're going to compete as pro, you need to do another polygraph. So even though they were a week apart, I still yep. had to do a second um, poly. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a difference here for Australia. Um, the other thing is once you become pro, um, that prize money is offered at all pro shows oh, wow. and it okay. is the same amount at every pro show. It is consistent. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, so regardless good. of where you compete as a pro and regardless of the numbers, yep. that prize money is consistent. Um, so you can be assured that when you compete as a pro, that is offered, um, there. That's really good. Um, a lot of pro shows don't, or, or it's inconsistent in terms of prize money, or it's yeah. not exist. Yes, okay. Yeah, or, or or you don't even know, right? Like yeah. you kind of just go like, is there money, or <laughs> is there something, or what am yeah. I, you know, what am I competing for? So no, that is that's that's consistent. Um, Fantastic. At any show you do. Um, the other thing that's probably different, and um, when you, so we don't have crossovers. Okay. Meaning, so we have seven categories. Bikini, wellness figure, women's physique, men's physique, classic physique and bodybuilding. Right. Um, you have to compete in the category that you best fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can only compete in the one category at that one show. So right. if you want to do figure, you can't also do women's physique. You have right. to choose one. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah. you can do multiple. So we will have um, novice masters and opens within mm-hmm. that category so if you meet criteria for all those three then you can do you can do that okay very good um so that's probably a difference as well for australia um and oh and when you do receive 
pro qualification. The other difference is once you are pro and as long as you abide by um, your drug testing, so stay natural, um, we allow you to continue to compete with other federations as an amateur or a pro. So um, we do not stop you from competing anywhere else. And that was actually, I think OCB made that change a couple of years ago and that was based on athlete feedback in that they had athletes who... Um, obviously, depending where they live, if they're like me, they love to compete a lot <laughs> um, and want to do multiple shows. And sometimes, you know, you just can't do, especially in Australia, like, you know, you can't, if you want to do multiple shows, you have to compete across federation. You do. Like, That's exactly you know. right. Um, but if you start putting restrictions in place that you can't, you know, to keep your pro qualification, you can't compete, well, you know, especially in places in Australia, you're going to be limited to maybe one show a year. That's right. You know. So, um, yeah, so they took athlete feedback on that and we don't stop you from competing. As long as you stay natural, then yep. we're happy with that. Fantastic. That's cool. That's good. That's very good. Yes. Yeah, and like the, yeah, and the other thing is probably once you do get pro, pro qualification is you can also, as long as you meet the criteria, so, for example, I'm pro physique. Mm-hmm. However, if, for example, I decide I don't want to get so conditioned <laughs> um, and I prefer to do figure, I can compete as pro figure. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but I can only, yeah, so once again, I can only compete in that show as that, in that one category. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it certainly mm-hmm. sounds like there's a lot of opportunity there for, for competitors for all body types, all levels, um, and, you know, not only competing with OCB, but as you said, you can also compete. You're, you're still able and eligible to compete with other federations. Particularly. Yeah. There's opportunities to yeah. do so. That's yeah. really cool. So, in regards to now, you can obviously speak from experience here. In regards to the the athlete and coaching experience, what what's it like uh, backstage? Uh, how how's the show run? Uh, and obviously, you know, you'll be running your own show in Ipswich. So, what what can athletes and coaches expect in regards to that experience? You know, is it going to yeah. be um, uh, really what based on obviously USA? format is it going to be really well organized run to you know sort of 10 10 minute blocks like how is it all going to work yeah well we hope it's going to be really organized <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. um you know yeah so i'm, I'm still learning in the progress as of well course. but i guess from, from my experience i would say it is the the two shows that i've had also i've done 27 they're the only two shows that have exactly run to time Oh, right. 27 okay. shows. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's a good stuff. So that, for one, was a very obvious thing I noticed because mm-hmm. um, I know did when you, I was did planning. You, did you feel rushed in, in that situation at all? Just Well, the- yes. What It was bizarre because, like, I was obviously going back and forth with Brandon, like, about yep. my food and timing and, you know, because I'm so used to, like, maybe, oh, you know, this we have to allocate this amount for division and, yep. you know, probably. And then I was like, uh, they're actually running on time and, like, it's happening now. <laughs> so it was a very different, like, experience in that way because it was just, like, yep. everything was just boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, the backstage people were just like, yep, everyone was, like, in order, like, everyone knew what to do. Like, it was, it just flowed. And I was like, wow, this is, like, okay. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a little bit different, but it was great. Um, so not waiting around for too long, you know. I guess that's a, that's, of... that's a good thing, right? Because I guess 
bodybuilding shows, and obviously you've you've had multiple experiences, do tend to run late, and that's just an exception that athletes make. We you know yeah. we we understand that it's a complex mechanism that they have to try and coordinate, but to be on time is 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 probably um, something that you you wouldn't expect, but it's a blessing in disguise at the same time. Yeah, like it's like even the Yorton Cup, as I said, they had two hundred eight professional athletes, mm. and yeah, like it just like I was there the time they said I would be on. You know, like that was. So you can you can really plan because obviously meal time is very important. So that that yeah, you, know, you to plan really really well. So in that way, it was great, um, and it just also meant for spectators as well. Like yes. you know, there's spectators, I guess, because that's what they expect they know okay yep we're going to be on around this time and I can come at this time and you know not be waiting around because it's really important for spectators as well you know when you have family members and stuff like because they're also waiting waiting as well yes um so that was yeah so that was definitely a difference um other things I noted is just how they you know obviously they they'll usually put the category on first do your comparisons that group will come off, bring the next group off, group on, and while that's happening, the scores are being tabulated. Okay. And then they'll bring you on for your presentation. So there's none of this kind of competitors waiting on stage, waiting for things to be tabulated, mm-hmm. you know, which helps with the timing, obviously. Of course. Um, you know, they've actually got someone in the background doing that while they're still judging the next category and then, you know, bring you on for your individual presentation. So that was really great. Like no one missed out on the individual presentation, you know, because they weren't running behind on time. So everyone got the opportunity to do what they, you know, their stage time. Um, obviously comparisons were done well and they could, you know, give the amount of time appropriately because then the scoring was done, you know, while the other other group was coming on. So that all just flowed really nicely. Did you feel you um, had you had adequate stage time? Like you were you you, you felt comfortable, you wen't rushed, no, plenty of time. No. Like, Get into your poses and everything like that. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, no, yeah cool. Yeah. Um, what what um, about what about the um the judging process? Now I know you're probably not familiar too familiar with this at this point, but um <laughs> were there multiple judges per show? Um were they behind computers, were they completely separated? What was their um inter intercommunication between them from what you saw? Yeah, so um so once again OCB tries to keep everything as consistent as possible across shows. So and you know, which is great. So it means as an athlete, regardless of what show you go to, you yep. can expect that it's going to be very similar. Yes. Um, you know. So at amateur shows usually there should be a minimum of five judges okay. at the table. Yep. Um at pros there's seven. Well, well. Um, and they will have a head judge who sits in the centre and he will do the calling, like, for the the turns and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know with judging, so, you know, a lot of people, if you're watching a show and people get moved to the middle and you're like, oh, yes, they're going to be the winner because they're mm-hmm. in the middle. OCB won't do that. Yeah, okay. Um, so they, they will kind of make a statement. So if you're watching any of their stuff online, they will say, you know, just because you're not in the middle the whole time doesn't mean you haven't done well because they will purposely move people to make sure the judges at each end of the table are getting a good look and they can do the comparisons appropriately. So, um, But they won't always necessarily put the top three in the middle of the, you know. Yeah, so just something to be aware of. Um, They want to make sure that they are comparing everyone appropriately and all judges are getting a view of that. Um, Judges have to get through a certification process. 
um, to, to once again ensure consistency as much as possible, um, which involves, so obviously looking through the criteria, then there's like some time with the head judge who will take you through what OCB, you know, criteria is, what they're specifically looking for. Um, and you also have to do an exam yep. with that, um, which is great, you know, and then they do that on a, I think on a yearly basis okay. um, from that. Um, and people who are, uh, who do the certification, they usually like you to at least have, um, if you're in the States, be a pro athlete with at okay. least three years of bodybuilding comp- comp- competitive experience. Obviously it's going to be a little bit different here because I'm the only OCB um, pro athlete at the moment. Um, so, you know, we, which is fine. Um, but yeah, all the judges for OCB Australia will be going through the same certification mm-hmm. process. And hopefully we will have a number of US ju- judges coming out to support That's the exciting. show. Yeah. Um, yeah, which will be really great. Absolutely. It can show what uh, what us Aussies are made of, hey? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. So you've you've announced recently, obviously it's gonna be Ipswich, your hometown. Yeah. Um the show is surprisingly early in the season. Now I think mm-hmm. from memory and, and your statement, that's to line up with the USA, is that correct? Yeah, so a couple of reasons. Yeah. Um Obviously, the Yorton Cup is in September. So in 2024, it is on the 21st and 22nd of September. Mm-hmm. So I guess we wanted to give Australian athletes for our first show the opportunity, if they wanted to, to be able to go to the Yorton Cup okay. next year. Yep. Um, hence why we've held it earlier. Um, obviously, it then had to do with venue availability. And I was very mindful, once again, being a competitor myself and someone who loves to compete in, in multiple shows, I didn't want to conflict with other federations, yes. which I know always is a topic of conversation. Always a concern yes. <laughs> so, you know, I, didn't, I, I wanted it to be as this is another opportunity, not... Yep do ours instead of somebody else's sure. because I'm, you know, I'm not about that. It's about yep. building the community and giving opportunities. So, so hence why it is a little bit earlier, but in saying that you'll see ICN is now doing an all female classic in July yep. and IFBB are also doing a third season earlier as well. So it's, yep. um, and, and INBA New Zealand have a show the week before ours on the 17th. So there are other shows now mm-hmm. around a similar time. Um, and I guess it's also just to go outside the box a little bit and because, you know, Australia is very, we have seasons. Yes. Whereas in the States and I think even the UK, like people compete all year round. Yeah. You it know? is the same. Yeah. It's just all year yeah. round. Yeah. It's just, just how it is. So I'm just like, you know what, we're just going to put it there and then see how we go and just Ooh. hopefully people will start to go, oh, we don't have to only compete in September and October or, mm. you know, April and May. Like we can actually, you know, spread it out. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so there was a few reasons behind it. But Okay. Uh, talk to me about the venue because I've done venue scouting for, for various feds in the past and, and it can be quite challenging to find something to suit bodybuilding because obviously it's quite unique in the way it's run and organised. You need backstage area, um, you yeah. know, or, uh, pump up area, all that sort of stuff. So uh, is it the Ipswich Civic Centre? Civic Centre. Yeah. So uh, what can the athletes expect from that particular venue? Is there plenty of space for them? Um, obviously yeah. auditorium, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I guess first of all is the reason we're doing if switches because it is my local town and I'm really big on supporting local business. Um, and, you know, if switch itself has a strong sporting history God, and much. we actually have a great number of bodybuilding athletes out here. So yeah. I just really want to give back to community and support the community that supports me. So that was Absolutely. the reason I had, I wanted to do it here. Yep. Um, yeah. So Ipswich Civic Centre, yes, we will have access to the entire building. Nice. Um, so obviously upstairs we have the, the auditorium section, which we have, it's already got its own stage and lighting. Um, and then we will have theatre seating likely we will raise the theatre seating so you have the judge at the front and spectators behind. That also allows for at the back we will have, like, um, storeholders and stuff at the back. Um, We've got the balcony section, which we're going to use for sponsors um, and judges. There will be, like, a breakout area for food and stuff like that as well. Um, We've got downstairs. So in the downstairs section we have a hot, there's another whole room that will be the prep area for athletes. Um, so that's where the tanning, hair, makeup, um, you know, warm-up area will be. So we'll have um, weights, mirrors, all that downstairs. That also opens out to an outdoor car park. So if athletes need to use outside, they can. Okay. Yep. Um, so that's downstairs, yep, and then all the other stuff is upstairs. And then we've got the wings um, that will lead into the auditorium. So what will happen is from the prep area, when we're, you know, when you're just about to get on the stage, we'll take that group into the wings ready to go um, onto the stage from there. So, um, yeah. Sounds like you've done a lot of thinking about this. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, just so, as a complete side note here, how is your mind in regards to taking this on and, and you know, because it's, it's a beast, right, to try and run a bodybuilding show. I know firsthand. So, yeah. How are you? How are you feeling about it so far? Obviously, you've still got you know just under a year to go, but yeah. um, it must be there must be moments where you're going, oh my god, this is this is full on. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, well, you know, as I said at the start, it's never something like I've never had in my brain. Oh, I'm going to become a show promoter. You know, sure. it just kind of organically happened from me competing over there having conversations and then they approached me and I was still in comp prep. Like I was still competing at the time we had this meeting and, um, and I was like, Oh yep. You know, awesome. I'd love to bring it here because, you know, I want to give back. I want to build our community here in Australia. And then I was like, cause I was still in comp prep. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, I'm just like, decision making while yeah, hungry. <laughs> but then, you know, but then I obviously had to get through my comp. So of course, was still focusing on that. So I, I didn't really do a lot for a month or so because I'm like, I've got to finish my competitions and stick yep. to this. And and then as soon as my comp was over, I was like, right, I need to, you know, organise this, this and this. I need a date. We need venue, like just trying to um, have everything concrete. And I don't know, I haven't really stopped too much and think about it. I've kind of just like yep. we need to make it happen and make sure it's going. And I know it's... It's August, but it's going to come really, really quickly. Oh, 100% will, yeah. And and obviously for a show to happen, you need athletes. Yes. So, you know, and I guess my challenge is, is OCB is new, you know, no one really knows about it, um, you know, so to try and get it out there in the first place. It is an earlier show, so I was like, because we are in Australia and we do seasons, I'm like, well, I need to let people know if you're prepping, because they're all going to start prepping like December, January for some people, right. um, you know, there's going to be a show at the end of August that you might want to come to. So, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, like, yeah, I've just had to kind of keep going um, and jump onto things as much as I can and just put it out there and get support. So, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. I think it's just it's exciting for me. I think I'm just keen to be giving back. Yep. Um you know, and still stay involved because I'm not I'm not competing next year, but it it's you know, I'm kind of yeah, really excited that I can still be involved in the community in a different way. Absolutely. And how how has it been received? What's the feedback been like so far at this early stage? You know, has there been a lot of positive feedback, a lot of commentary around the fact that there's another opportunity for people? Yeah, look, I think on a whole, it's been it's been really good. So yeah. I've had people message me, um, you know, because initially I was thinking, I'm like, oh no, people are like, oh, here's another federation, <laughs> you know, here's another one. Um, but no, it's it's been great. I think because yes, we are tested. Um, I think the fact that you know I'm holding it in Ipswich, like just in my general community, like you know, people I train with and stuff like that are really excited. Um, you know, just yeah. On a whole, it's been great. Um, and as I said, to me, I mean, yes, it, it is another federation, it is another show, but as I said, I think in Australia, like if you love to compete, you know, you need to compete across across federations. And, yes, I agree. You know, it's it's just providing more opportunity and, you know, and people fit different things, right? Like you, people like different things because of what their, you know, what their goals are or whatever. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. So in regards to the show, it's obviously going to be only amateur at this stage. Yeah. What's your vision for this particular federation moving forward? What does it look like in, say, five years, do you think, if it all goes Yeah. So my big vision is, um, A, I would love to be able to sponsor and support pro athletes over to the Yorton Cup. As wow. in, and I and I mean, as in, like provide monetary kind of mm-hmm. support because yep. I know how expensive it is, and that's what stops a lot of people from competing, right? Because yeah. you know, <laughs> being on the other side of the world, it's you know, it's it's not easy. Um, so that's one thing I would really love to be able to consistently do. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely become a pro show. So you know, I've got people I competed with in the States now are like, you know, once it's a pro show, we're going to come over, Um, you know, and really just to start that international flavour to it as well. So opening it up, bringing more athletes out here. Um, And then obviously, you know, being able to provide more shows. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we've got this one show, we'll see how we go. Um, And then, you know, go from there, I guess. But do you see um, it being nationwide like most major cities sort of thing? Is that is that the intention or ambition, I suppose? Yeah, I, I think that would be the ambition, right? So yep. um but obviously we, you know, wanna have we want to make sure it's good quality and you've got the numbers and stuff as well. We just don't want to be putting shows for the sake of having a no, show no, like no, no, no. you know, um yeah, you still want it to be a great athlete and competitive experience at the same time. So yep. um but yeah definitely if we can reach other other states from that perspective would be great and yeah and bringing in a pro the pro side of things which is going to take time to develop obviously because you need yep. to you yeah, need to get pro athletes to do that yep um but yeah that's definitely the goal unreal well, that's exciting that's very exciting um 
so you obviously with one of your initial posts, you put a call out for um, judges, uh, photographer, um, staff. I can't even remember what else. How are you going with all of that? And, you know, obviously this platform will probably open up a new audience. So are there still people yeah. you're looking for or, or expressions of interest that you are seeking for, you know, other people that can help get involved? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So um, judges. So I've had a great response for judges. I think currently I've got nine. Um, but still happy, like, if there's anyone who is, you know, an athlete or a coach or has some great experience in bodybuilding and has been thinking about judging and would like to undergo the certification process, please get in contact with me. Uh, we will be starting that in January. Um, and, you know, I don't think we can ever have enough judges because especially in Australia, as you know, small community, yep. a lot of coaches who are judges will also have clients in the competition. And, and for fairness, we want to make sure that we don't have co- coaches sitting on a panel yep. judging their own clients. Um, so we want to make sure we have a good depth of judges in order in case of, you know, clients or sickness or, you know, make sure judges have breaks because it's judges' experience on the day as well. Like I've sat at a judging table where you haven't had breaks for food and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And we want to make sure we look after our judges as well. So, yeah, judges definitely keen for. Um, we've got a Tanner organized ready to go we'll be releasing that soon on that um i have a couple of photographers that i'm in communication with um in looking in different things for that so i do have that happening in the background at the moment um same with hair and makeup so all those main things are kind of happening conversation um what we would really appreciate is obviously if anyone would like to help sponsor um, or provide, you know, services in other ways. So either from monetary athlete sponsorship, um, if there's other services they can help with, um, please reach out and get in contact with me. That would be great. Um, anyone who wants hands on deck. So I've had a number of people contact me already who are happy to assist on show day, which is Fantastic. awesome. Yep. So looking for people who are backstage, expediters, um, you know, help with setting up, clean up, just help run things smoothly. Um, yeah, so just if you want to be involved in any way, you don't have to be a bodybuilder either. You just have to have a love for it. You know, you might have event experience. I would love to hear from you. So just get in contact with me. Um, anyone who wants to help kind of marketing-wise will have shirts be coming out soon. So if you want a shirt to, like, we're around um, and stuff like that. Like, just get in contact with me if you want to help in any way. That'd be great. Unreal. Well, look, you know, the shows don't get run without the volunteers, the backstage staff, the trophy right. people, you know, so all that sort of stuff. It's kind of, you know, you don't see it, but you know it's there and it doesn't happen without them. So, yeah, if you're listening and would like to be involved, contact Lisa, of course. Um, well, that. We're pretty much at the end. I don't really have anything else I want to ask. Like you've covered everything so well, and it's really exciting to see another natural fed come out to Australia that obviously provides a, a platform to to the states for starters, but also is so um, thorough with its testing to ensure that athletes that compete are in fact natural. Um, yeah. So you know, obviously, you mentioned the future plans or, or the potential to have multiple shows here in Australia um, for this first one with um, the opportunity to compete beyond the first show into America, is that going to be the the pathway moving forward all the time? It'll be specific about the date, the timing, so that athletes have an opportunity to head overseas. And 
I guess on a completely separate question, does OCB have ambitions to maybe explore Europe or Asia or <laughs> South America or anything like that as well as, as further opportunity for potential Australian athletes? Yes. All I would say, because it hasn't come out yet, <laughs> that is definitely in the plans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there will probably be more information coming out soon with okay. regards to that. Fantastic. Um, yes. <laughs> um, with regards to the worldwide thing, yes. Sure. Um, so, so keep an eye out for that. Follow OCB's main page and yep. they will keep you up to date. Um, yes, date-wise, we will probably always have a, be looking at having this main show in August just because Yorton Cup is always in September. Yep. Um, so for anyone who receives pro qualification at our show, it just gives them a direct pathway to that. Um, obviously, if you get pro qualification this year, um Following years, if you want to compete at Yorton, you will need to do a pro qualifying, uh, a pro show first okay. and place for the Yorton. So that's where it will get a little bit tricky in the next couple of years just because we're still building up yep. our pros. So it might mean you might need to travel a bit earlier to the States, mm-hmm. do your pro show, and then yep. hopefully you, you know, blitz the floor so you'll be at the Yorton Cup. Um, yeah. So, but you know, that's what we're here. We're happy to answer questions, happy to try and support athletes. And, you know, we can have those discussions with them about appropriate shows to look at and stuff to help make those pathways happen. So, outstanding. That is so, so cool. Um, so, how, okay, so to follow, obviously, you've created an OCB Instagram page. What is that? Uh, so, OCB Australia. Excellent. And obviously follow the international one, which is, is it OCB official? Is official, right? yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, obviously yourself, give yourself a plug. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Lisa Blackburn official. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Cool. So that's how you, and the primary source of contact is through the Instagram page at this point in time. Is that correct? Yeah. So I do have an email, but I prefer, like, it's just easy. Like, it's quicker for me. If you um, go through the Instagram page, I'll get to you, you know, pretty quickly. Yep. Um, it's probably the best, the best way. Um, if it requires more in-depth conversation, then I can pass on my email okay. from there. Yep. Um, I will be putting the email on the Instagram page soon. I'm still, as you can see, just, you know, <laughs> working through things. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely, um, yeah, either my personal page or my or the OCB Australia page one is fine. Mm. Um, yep. Fantastic. Great. Unreal. Well, I'll, I'll wrap it up, but... Thank you very much, Lisa. I appreciate your time on a, a I'm assuming, a busy Friday morning. Um, but it's really cool to have another opportunity for athletes. Speaking personally, having competed multiple times over multiple years, um, you know, just another experience, another opportunity and another pathway to potentially uh, international competition too is, is something that um, is really exciting. So I'm sure that there's going to be a bigger buzz and a bigger build-up over the next, well, what's it now, 10 months uh, yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think about the time for. <laughs> <Sorry> to <freak laughs> out there. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, it's like when you do prep, right? It's like it's yeah. been so like long, like you're in off season so long, and then you start, and then you're like, oh my gosh, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in prep now for your first. Oh, show. I know. Well, it, it is. It, it's it's definitely. It feels a bit like prep. You know, it's a little bit scary, a bit unknown. Um, <laughs> learning things as we go away, changes happening, but yeah, it's it's great though. But you know, that's what we live for, right? It's it, all is, the, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, I, I sort of threw you under the bus late last night with my final question, which I completely forgot to, to send to you, uh, full disclosure. Um, but I'll, as I ask every guest, who, who would you have for dinner? 
this is more of a personality question. So it can be a okay. lot of bad, um, fictional, non-fictional, multiple people if you want. All right. I had a bit of a thought. So I've chosen three. Cool. Okay. First one would be Michael Jordan. Nice. Now, Michael Jordan is my childhood uh, idol hero. So I used to play basketball. Okay. Um, when I was a kid, that was my sport and that's what, um, you know, I played at a high level and stuff. So, and so he was just the person. And, like, I grew up in a rural town, you know, in the 80s. We had, like, two TV channels that <laughs> eventually went to four. And I just think, you know, he was kind of one of the first sports people that became the brand, right? Like, people wanted to work with him because of who he was. And that's to right. do that in an age where we didn't have social media. Yeah, very good point. You know, and for someone like me in a rural town to know who Michael Jordan was and just be like, you are amazing. Yeah. And to not, and to see what he continues to do, like mm. build his brand, support other athletes, just continue to challenge himself outside of basketball. Yep. Like that just really inspires me. So definitely him. Okay. Um, then I've got Dolly Parton. Hey, okay, there's a, there's a very change of pace. <laughs> you know, 77 and she looks amazing, right? Yep. Still singing, moving around on stage. Like I am just inspired by any older person, and especially older woman, who can continue to do that. Like even like, you know, I've got a lot of good friends, bodybuilders who are in their 50s and 60s, and I just, you know, I just think that's amazing, right? So but also just what she gives, but like, so I can kind of relate to her. Like she was one of 12 kids. Like I'm one of six. Okay. Her dad was a farmer, um, you know, and once again, just giving back to, you know, she's got her imagination library, giving back to, to children and stuff like that. Like that just really, um, I love that. Absolutely. Um, and then I've got uh, JK Rowling. And oh, once again, um, this is probably because I just, yeah, just because I have once again, probably similar experiences. So okay. You know, when she wrote Harry Potter, she her mother had passed away, um, you know, got divorced and not in a great financial situation. And I just look, you know, in my, you know, I was kind of six years ago, similar thing, right, like went through a divorce. Um, obviously that affected financially where I was. My, my dad passed away, you know, and just to see that she then wrote these amazing yeah novels from that as an older you know you know middle-aged woman as well just to show that you your age doesn't matter and what what happens to you doesn't matter like you can continue to change your life and change your story Mm. um so yeah so they're probably three people that would would be great to speak more to that would be a very interesting dinner conversation i don't (laughs) even know where you would start with that but I tell you what, geez, it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I think you know, it'd be um, yeah. I think it'd be awesome. So absolutely, a dinner, a, mm-hmm. a, a singer, an athlete, and a, a writer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, look, no judgment here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, you put me on the spot, and that's what you get. I know. I know. Hey, look, I'll, I'll run with that. I, I'd like to attend, actually. <laughs> oh, great! Hey, come on down. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you very much for your time uh, once again. And just um, off the cuff, so it's um, what's the date of the, the show? 24th of August, is that right? No, so Sunday, 25th of August. 25th, sorry, my apologies. 25th yeah. of August, okay. 2024 will be the first of hopefully many OCB shows in Australia. Um, yes. 
pretty damn exciting. So yeah. yeah, thank you once again. Uh, I wish you all the best of luck with the promotion leading up to the show and then obviously running of the show and the success of the show. And if you're an athlete out there that wants a, a different experience or a new experience or just another platform to showcase your, your hard work, then this could be the one for you for sure. Yeah, great. Thank you so much, Paul. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem at all. All right. Have a great weekend and uh, I'll, I'll no doubt speak to you in some form or another very soon. Yeah, great. Thank you. You too. Bye. Yes, bye. Well, I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank Lisa once again for her time this morning. Um, obviously, she's got a lot on her plate promoting a show, but um, it's going to be very exciting to see OCB get off the ground and obviously provide athletes another opportunity to not only compete in Australia in a, a very heavily tested federation, but also provide a platform to compete overseas, which I think is something that uh, most, most athletes that do competitive back-to-back seasons or multiple seasons aspire to do. So if you're interested in obviously finding out more about OCB, follow their page on Instagram, uh, both the official and the Australian one. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it across your stories. Tag myself, Paul's Body Engineering, tag OCB Australia, tag OCB Official, and of course, tag Lisa Blackburn. Um, But other than that, if you're interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com or tap the link on my Instagram bio. But other than that, as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.